0: make my video cnc music factory like, i don't know how old you think
1: oh. i am but no. oh. oh the show started and it scared me i legit got scared by our intro because i wasn't paying attention to at the time that was a jump scare who needs horror games when you have the best of five intro ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the best of five show the last episode of the year 2020. Congrats. We made it. We made it.
0: We still got two more days. We still got two more days in change. Well, Best of Five made so, it. So and
1: as long as my, play, my PC doesn't explode, Best of Five has made it.
0: You've just cursed yourself. Probably, <laughs> Congratulations. but that's
1: okay. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to have some fun. We're going we're gonna to take a look at Twitter. We're going to talk about New Year's. We're going to talk about KI World Cup. We're going to b- talk about how Strive is basically just teasing everybody those jerks. And they didn't release a trailer on a Tuesday, they released, they're gonna release it on a Thursday like a bunch of jerks. Mm-hmm. And if you thought Grand Blue was the big daddy of all gotcha games, boy were you wrong. Because there's a new game coming in the horizon. So my name is Elon. I am joined here as always by the amazing the main squeeze, the Steve, a King officer jerk. And
0: how's it how's it going?
1: Right, I forgot to let you have your line. I apologize. I'm already screwing up. And I
0: don't have a line in in the opening. I, well, just, st- I just have my goodnight candidate at
1: the end. Well, you also Did say I what's up all last the time.
2: episode. He does say what's up a lot.
1: Yeah. And then and we then have... And I also say shout outs.
2: Nah, you don't.
1: Hey Sharpie, can you move the mic closer to you? I think we're getting I more can. of the room. Yeah, now yeah. we can hear you. And we have hey. the beautifully um, multi-talented powerhouse of content and marketing sharpie
2: yeah i'm the oprah of esports yeah that's me (laughs) i'm 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 that is officially what i am and i'm ending 2020 being the oprah of esports so everyone has to hold that
1: so everybody we have a surprise since sharpie is the oprah of esports if you check underneath your computer chairs or your couches
2: y'all got hitboxes. congratulations congratulations on your new That's right. We couldn't afford a Razor or Mad Cat sponsorship, but y'all got hitboxes. I don't care if you don't use them. That's tough. Um, Except for you, Steve. Uh, We had it on good information that you're actually a Grappler main, so I'm going to have to ask you to vacate the premises. Um, No, I'm not a...
0: Look, 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 look. You you got it mixed up. I'm a weirdo, but not because I'm a Grappler main. It's because I use an Octogate. See, it's it, I understand where the confusion could come from, but no, I'm
1: I, I don't mess with the grapplers, man. I don't know. This that is, ain't, ain't my I ain't always. about that
0: life. I ain't about that life. <laughs> right,
1: these are pretty serious allegations and this is a very controversial topic, so Steve, we're going to have to ask you to leave the building. All right, bye Steve. Uh, wow. As I said tonight on the show, <laughs> as I said tonight on the show, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm just kidding. welcome back, Steve. Uh Anyway, uh, so for those of you that can't find your hitboxes, you just have to look harder. Uh, it's in. It's, <laughs> we left it inside of your house. If you tuned into the show, they are in your house right now, or apartment, or wherever it is that you reside. Uh, however, I think it's time for us to get into the show. I know everybody having a hitbox now is shocking, uh, but we'll 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 have to we'll have to drill past it. Steve, do we have a recap?
0: Um, we don't really have a recap tonight because most of the ongoing tournament series were dark for the uh holiday season there is one tournament that i wanted to uh, give a shout out to Jeff. and this is this is uh via doc fugu uh, let me switch up let me get that technology bam whoa is that a tenderloin? That is not a tenderloin. That is a beef tongue. Oh, even um, better. I'm a fan. <laughs> so there is going to be a Japanese Tekken stream uh, tomorrow slash tonight for those of us in the West. And the winner gets a beef tongue.
1: Dude, that's pretty badass. Now,
0: that's, uh, you know, you, you got to work. You got to give those prizes somehow. I mean, you had the... Uh, tournament last year that, uh, uh, was involved in where winner got like rice and like 10 pound bag of rice and whatnot. You had, uh, obviously the smash tournament, uh, at Evo Japan where the winner got a controller. Uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we, uh, we tongue sports now.
2: Uh, I'd like to apologize on behalf of best of five, to everyone that's listening right now to this podcast for Steve's joke there. It was very tongue in cheek and we apologize.
1: Yep, I agree. Um anyway. Now, I think can, we can,
0: can we uh can we uh, give a uh, birthday shout out to Ryu Dragon?
1: That's that's where oh, I was. Going. That's where I was going. So, everybody in the chat, I want you to type kappa and then two forward slashes. It looks like this. I'm going to I'm going to type here kappa space two forward slashes that's a little kappa guy giving him a round of applause so everybody give a round of applause to ryu dragon for existing for another year especially surviving this year you know mm. it's been a rough Tough year. year it's year. it's sure. been
0: challenging
1: <laughs> it's but been it's been it's uh, been <laughs> that's accurate surprisingly uh, accurate uh, now what i what i want to know is how, what is the winner? Is the tongue already pre-cooked, or is it like a raw tongue? Because I
0: would assume it's a raw tongue, because okay. I mean, you can go in a whole bunch of different directions with
1: it. Dude, smoke it. Smoke it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm Jewish, so I'm a, I'm partial to a tongue sandwich, right? Uh, like along with some brisket, or uh, or sorry, not brisket, pastrami, uh, and a little bit of chop liver. There used to be this deli in Scranton where I used to live. I used to go there almost every day. I used to get a hot number five. You
2: lived in Scranton?
1: Yes. That's where I'm from. I, I grew up around Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, after I moved here to the United States. Started hanging out in Scranton, then went to uh, school near Philly. But anyway, uh, there used to be a hot number five. And the funny thing is, I went back to Scranton after I moved to Texas. Uh, so it was f- three years after I had moved away. Uh, I went back and I ordered a hot number five and then the owner comes out and he's like, he's back. It's, I think I'm the only person that ever orders a hot number five over there. But it's uh, pastrami, roast, uh, corned beef, and tongue. And then in between there's like a little bit of uh, chopped liver. It's really good. Sweet. Sorry, I'm reading the chat.
2: I'm just I'm upset that these Japanese players are getting paid in food, and I have to literally wait four months for my winnings from any tournament before I can buy groceries. Yeah. Like I don't I don't care about cash anymore; just buy my groceries. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know we there's
1: there's one other thing we didn't mention too is uh, that uh, Hitbox or Hitbox Box uh, won a match and got a free crab. Boo. You know? That moment
2: somehow I was actually, did not win I was worst there. moment of twenty nineteen. I was actually there at that pound. I was streaming I was streaming at that pound and um it was it was it was a thing. It was I remember when it started trending, and Gamer was like not in any way, shape, or form happy. He was so upset. He, we had called security and the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Like we were trying to find the guy, and the dude was like perma banned. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Like it was it was a big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's not it was,
1: cool to throw shit at players, right? But looking back on it, it is pretty funny uh even though it's i'm not gonna say it wasn't be.
2: funny i'm not yeah, gonna say i wasn't be. trying very hard not to laugh <laughs> but i am gonna say it was it was a super huge mess for all of the people that unfortunately had to organize it and even more of a mess my condolences once again to that crab family i know dude yeah he didn't even get thrown to like freaking mewtwo king hungry box <laughs> <laughs> come on you know my, not even my... lesson. <laughs>
0: My favorite part of that entire saga was just before it happened, someone tweeted out, like, man, this is such a Maryland thing. Someone got a seat specifically for a crab, and they tweeted out a picture of a crab in the crowd in that seat, and it turned out to be that crab.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I, w- I don't I know. Would...
2: Smashers are children. They'll grab anything that's near them. You know, they're like toddlers. You can't leave them around. Can't leave them around uh, open fires. You can't leave them around outlets. You can't re- leave them around. You know, anything with wired gameplay. They just they're allergic to it. It's dangerous. You know, it's really it's really bad.
1: Um. So blue says that that's one for the swear jar. Who cursed? Was it me?
2: Yes, that was me. That was oh, me. Oh, it was you. That okay. Was all right. Yeah. That's one for the swear jar. I'm We're sorry, all gonna Steve.
1: Go... We're all gonna go for. <laughs> Uh, if we, if we start doing this, uh, any I think we should start diving into these topics, right? Cause I think, have we, yeah, it's about 20 minutes into the show here. Uh, so let's go ahead and start going into these topics. Let's start with the big one, shall we? Uh, zero, the hero has resubscribed for seven months. That is the big biggest deal. topic we will talk about today.
2: Great topic. Great topic. Congratulations for seven months.
1: Dude, it's almost a, it's almost a Twitch baby. That so is, everybody, everybody, get your get your baby names.
2: Congratulations ready. on your second trimester,
1: dude. That's a big deal. Second trimester, isn't that the third hardest trimester? One?
0: Actually,
2: third, oh, the third trimester uh, well, is the hardest. Third trimester I, I, I is when you're about to all all difficult. Second trimester yeah. is is the most difficult one because that's when the baby bulge actually starts showing and mm-hmm. you start needing to get more sustenance for your child. Most people can usually tell you're pregnant and you can start feeling feeling the baby move around inside of you.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'll ever
2: experience it. You probably yep. won't. No. <laughs> I mean, look, the
1: future is a mystery. Who knows, right? Uh, I'll be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in that one movie, uh, which was weird. Uh, but anyway so let's start with the big topic of the day, as uh, I think we're we're boring, Sharpie. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, you thought Grand Blue. Which is one of the biggest games over there in the land of Asia, uh, as far as money making and popularity. Uh, Arcs is getting their fingers on the pie that is Grand Blue and Gung Ho and making a video game about it. Uh, you thought that was good. Wait till you hear this: s- <laughs> Dungeons and Fighters, which is the biggest money making franchise in the world. Right? It's the world. I think I'm accurate in saying I, that.
2: I don't think it's the world. I think since it came out.
1: Okay. Well, anyway. Dungeons & Fighters. Soaring in popularity. Soaring- swimming in money. Announced. A fighting game that is being developed by who else other than Arc System Works? Here's a trailer.
2: Hey.
1: Fourth highest grossing video game franchise.
2: Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, that that sounds about right.
1: Now it's hard to see a difference if you don't know the characters between other Arxis games and this when they show that gameplay.
0: Yeah, it—that's the thing that struck me the most. It looks like a reskinned excerpt. Which
2: uh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. You know, honestly, here's my thing: this entire revival of fighting games just even in general with like them taking the highest selling game or whatever and just reskinning it and making a new fighting game i'm here for it and here's why we're going to be getting project l soon we're going to be getting dnf we're going to be we we may even get a bunch more like you know they already leaked the new street fighter we have no clue when that's coming what we know it's coming like there is a very nice future down the line for fighting games and they're going to be even more casuals in it than before And these casuals will have been playing other games either, like, competitively or just excessively. You know what I mean? Like, they're hardcore players. People that played Dungeon Online were hardcore players. I have some friends that were like, yo, let's go. Like, you know, and and they, they are ready now. They're practicing, like dragon ball fighters to get ready for these games so i am incredibly excited that whole revival that we saw with i don't want to say revival with that whole huge influx of players that we saw from dragon ball fighters it's going to be even bigger for project l it's going to be even bigger for dnf it's it's really really a big deal for me i don't care necessarily how the game looks i'm just excited for the prospect Mm -hmm. of more people inside of our community because that's kind of what we need right now
1: Yep, I totally agree. Now, there are a couple of things that I want to point out before we go any further, right? And because these are pretty important things. Uh, trailer's cool. The game looks beautiful, right? Uh, as we expect from an Arcusis game, Arcuses game. However, there's three things, two things rather, that I think deserve a little bit of attention. Because this is better news than I think people cared to hear about right now. Let's take a look at this. Now, the very end shot, there's this little logo in here. Do we know what this logo is?
2: Mm-hmm don't for you Steve
1: not off the top of my head so I don't know the name of the logo or the company however I don't know if it's that crew or the other logo let me let me pull up the other logo sorry uh, it started playing for some reason on the back here but and this logo
2: I think I know neo people though I think I've heard of them
1: so I don't know which one it is, but one of those companies is responsible for the base game of Marvel 3.
2: DFO. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Aiding, so, Aiding,
1: is,
0: Aiding. Uh, is the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that made uh, Tatsunoka versus Capcom 2.
1: Yeah. So. so that crew is responsible for the base game of Marvel 3, which is one of the, as people remember fondly, one of the better Marvel games out there. Oh, don't let Justin hear
2: you say that. Don't Don't let let Justin or Yikes hear you say that. Yeah, depending (laughs) on who you
1: talk to. Depending on who you talk to. However, uh, Marvel 3, exceedingly popular, right? Uh, Unfortunately, of course, we all know the story of Marvel Infinite uh, and how it got snapped out of existence thanks to either Capcom or uh, Marvel, whoever was responsible for it.
2: You mean Disney. It was Disney. Disney. Uh, We're just going to call it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, But seeing that name pop up, if we get a game that has the gameplay of or are similar to like how good playing Marvel three felt with a new mm-hmm. IP. I think this game is going to skyrocket like real quick.
2: That's a good point. And that's, that's that, that really goes right in hand with exactly what I'm saying is, uh, something that we saw with fighters and this is, I know this is going to sound like me bashing dragon ball fighters, but I'm really not. Um, something that we saw with fighters was even though the gameplay itself was considered unoptimal to most people that played Team Fighters, and even though, like, Season 1 was considered kind of janky and Super Dash wasn't really, you know, easy to play against and online was not so great, a lot of people still really enjoyed the game because of the characters and because of the way that the game actually allowed them to interact. It was a lot of people's very first time and their first experience with a fighting game. Now, if you that, that means that there's always going to be a market as long as you have the right IP for a fighting game. As long as you have a very popular IP, people will always try it. And these people may be hooked to those exact same mechanics regardless of like how good or bad they are. So because we have a developing team that actually understands everything that goes into fighting games has worked with a very, very, very distinguished, well-known, well-polished fighting game franchise, I think this is the recipe that we've been looking for in general. I think it's really like that, you know, chemical X, if you would, into what's going to blow everything up. Because this, honestly, combined with Project L, is going to make 2021 or 2022, whenever these games decide to come out, incredibly, incredibly fruitful for the fighting game community.
1: I agree. As long as they What's have good up, Steve?
2: no, go ahead. Finish I was your, just gonna say, as long as they
0: the
1: have part. good netcode. <laughs> go, go on, Steve.
2: Yeah, net code, of, yeah, course, of, course, of course, of course, of course.
0: Let me let me kind of ratchet expectations down a little bit because we've had a very you know, Grand Blue was supposed to do a lot of the same things, and it has done well, certainly, uh, relatively speaking sold about 500,000 units as of uh, the end of last month, which is nothing to sneeze at, but it's not necessarily the sea change that that uh, some people might expect when you're bringing in a huge new genre. So I would, you know, there's certainly the possibility there that DNF Duel could bring in massive waves of new people into the FGC, but I wouldn't necessarily bet the farm on it.
2: Here's, here's, I, I want to just take a moment to address that because I think, Steve, while that is a very good point, what I would say is that you also have to remember Grand Blue was really, really banking on tournament time at EVO to expose them to an even larger audience. So a lot of people's projections for sales did reflect that. And when we lost a lot of our tournaments, we lost our number one way of marketing and advertising gameplay, which is incredibly, incredibly important for fighting games more so than any other game. Um, Streams aren't really the same, and especially when these when these online uh, when these uh, when the online netcode's not great, you know, you're not really going to have a, a fantastic experience. So while there have been online tournaments for it, it hasn't reached the same uh, viewership that we would see typically inside of Evo. It wasn't covered by very large circuits. It wasn't covered by you know like ESPN. It wasn't covered by Dextro. It wasn't covered by like even as much as I hate to say it, Kotaku.
1: So you said you were going to play Grand Blue instead of Skullgirls?
2: I was. I was. Uh, when it first came out at Xanadu, I actually had such a fun time playing Grand Blue that I actually was considering dropping it for Skullgirls. Worst thing about it for me is just the netcode. So uh, I'm sh- I, I know I wasn't alone in that box. I know there were a lot of players that were very excited for Grand Blue, but the online is such a turnoff that you just lose a large, large, I would say a third of the population of people that would have sunk amounts of time into it. Um, and that's nothing to sneeze at. So I would say that while it is fair to state that Grand Blue didn't do everything it was supposed to do as a very large IP, this was also a bit of an unfortunate year for new releases.
0: Well, let me let me counter that for a little bit. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. what happened with losing out on big tournaments is uh, hurt it hurt, uh, hurt Grand Blue's launch obviously my question is are those tournaments going to be back when dnf duel comes out and if it's not i are are, you know how are they gonna get in front of that audience how are they gonna show an audience that largely isn't into fighting games um say hey there's this new style of game with our characters that we would love to for you to check out cool can i watch anybody play it (sighs) Uh you can watch some randos on Twitch. No offense to Twitch streamers, but, you know, there's a difference between the level of play you'd see on a given stream um, versus the level of play you'd expect to see in the finals of a tournament.
2: Fantastic, fantastic rebuttal here. And if I could retort, um, and Elon, you let us know if we're running out of time or something here and we Hold have on, to move I on. Got I got an idea.
1: Yeah. I got an idea. I got an idea.
2: We got timer. Are we bringing you back yeah, the timer? Yeah, we do.
1: Go for it. We're back. Baby. All right.
2: So here's my thing. Um, this is a fantastic fantastic uh, point, but I would like to rebuttal with, with two games. The first game is actually Them's Fighting Herds. And the second game is actually going to be Street Fighter V. Both of these games were able to advertise inside of the games themselves. Them's Fighting Herds actually both advertised EVO Online as well as the Grand Stampede, which was the event that they had after EVO was Online had been canceled. And they saw a record number of attendees, a record number of participants a record number for tournament entry in general, right? The second game that I would like to go ahead and mention here is Street Fighter V, which as you all know, has been integrating, like we've been talking on the podcast, with different tournaments throughout the entirety of the season. While we've not been able to see any official numbers about how that has affected their success and how that has affected their concurrent gameplay, I can almost promise you that inside of a game like DFO or DNF, where you have integration inside of a a specific uh, a specific launcher where millions of people see it every single day, and you have something saying, "Hey, there's this tournament on this date," and you have a notification saying, "Hey, there's this tournament in this date." People will watch, and that I believe is something that a majority of other fighting games did not have. Grand Blue doesn't have that. Grand Blue Versus is not on the phone. You can't play it similar to other Grand Blue games, right? It's not on the same type of platforms. It's not the same thing. Uh, Grand Blue did did promote the tournament quite a bit is what I'm seeing inside of chat here. Um, and that's fair, that's totally fine. What I'm talking about is a different level of integration. I'm talking about the people that are actively playing on this one thing, like like uh, something that DFO has is dailies, which means every single day, someone logs in to go accomplish different things. Maybe a daily is going to this stream and go watching at least 20 minutes of it. Maybe that just means you leave the stream up for 20 minutes. Maybe that means that you just register or something for it. In any case, you're doing a lot more than just seeing a notification about it. That level of engagement is. Not something we've seen inside of other games. In addition, this is something that Project L Wolves have because of the Riot uh, launcher, which is being utilized for things like Clash inside of League of Legends. It's being utilized for different tournament uh, notifications inside of. Uh, what's it called? TFT and uh, and their card-based game. There are a lot of examples of companies that have actually created launch systems, as well as like the Origin browser or the Steam notifications that have sound found a lot of success with that level of integration. And I think that is really going to be the game changer for making people aware. And it and 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 finally, in some nation, I believe that while this quarantine was both. horrible disaster, uh, terrible, terrible in many ways it was also very eye-opening to a lot of people that are developing games right now. And I believe that any games that we will see will very much so have amazing online due to necessity of these times. People are not going to see all of this and be like, well, okay, that just straight up killed this game, this game, and this game. We don't need good net code inside of our game. No, 100% they're not doing that. They're spending entirely too much time and money on this game to not address net code in some capacity. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that they will be addressing that
0: code I I I, I think the comparison here uh, with Street Fighter 5 and them's fighting herds is a, a bit apples to oranges um, okay with with fighting herds obviously it's you know you have a fandom that isn't necessarily a fighting game first fandom but it's bit it was a presence within the scene in some form for quite some time before it came out, um, you know, obviously with the origins as uh, My Little Pony: Fighting is Magic, the fighting game community followed along with the, you know, the entire story of that game's development. So by the time the game actually launched, you had a sizable group of people who were already invested in fighting games. Um, Street Fighter V. You have, obviously, in, in terms of tournament attendance, the biggest fighting game in, you know, at least it was the clear number one then. Plus, when, when 5 launched, you had all of this momentum from Street Fighter 4 and everybody trying to get on fighting game esports in the ground floor. So you had a whole lot of invested people already. And, ju- and finding ways to turn those into... You know, people who are watching Twitch streams, people who are watching tournaments, that I feel is a lot easier than this case where, by and large, fans of uh, DNF aren't going to necessarily be fans of fighting games. So making that conversion is going to be a hell of a lot harder. Uh, Those ideas I think are really really good and I hope to see them Implemented in not just those titles but other titles going forward because I feel like that has been a huge missed Opportunity for a lot of games getting that engagement uh, You know pointing out something within the game saying hey you like playing check out this other thing Where other people are playing? You might like it. I feel that's been a drop ball, but it's still going to be a very hard conversion to get a whole bunch of people who aren't necessarily fighting game fans into this hardcore fighting
1: game scene. So it's it's going to be a challenge. Can I? I would like to add one extra point to this. Uh, and at least this is like my personal experience with the Grand Blue, right? Um, first of all, they nerfed La Diva, so that ruined the entire game for everybody. Uh, I know Sharpie, it's better but I, that it's way. kind of a grappler, but happy. you know, whatever. We'll we'll, we'll sidestep this one. Uh, sorry, I've been playing a lot of Tekken, uh, so that was a Tekken pun in my brain. Uh, but what I would like to point out is there was like a couple of things that also happened with the Dragon Ball Fighters game uh, that I perceived that kind of turned me off to the game, and mm-hmm. it's the it's my, I think I could even chop uh, chalk it up to being a what do you call it a knee jerk reaction, but the simplified slash auto combo system. Uh, I think I was just getting into a point where I was kind of disliking it too much to the point where as soon as I I saw that it had those systems where you can just mash X or mash A and you would get combos accordingly, that it kind of turned me off from the game, to be honest. And I mean, I still played it a lot and you could play it in whatever way you wanted, right? You could play while mashing those buttons or you could play while trying to do links and all this other stuff. I don't know, I feel like having that simplified quote-unquote system kind of turned off a lot of people from the game as soon as they saw that that was a part of the game. Am I wrong? See, I
0: I think that goes into part of this whole missed opportunity in terms of simplification, in terms of, you know, for a lot of people, execution is not a huge part you know, it's not something they want to invest a whole lot of time in. They don't want to do a complicated input to get the move they want out. So yes, but a lot, but that's one of the ways where you can implement that in a wrong way where you're, you go way too far into the simplification thing. I, I, I've all, I've said this before and I'll say this again. I feel like, the biggest thing that a lot of fighting games aren't doing isn't necessarily making things too complicated it's not giving new players good tools to learn how to do those things because i i feel like gamers will oftentimes they, they'll they'll be okay with learning some more complicated inputs they'll be okay learning you know learning more complex things that you need to be successful while playing fighting games but so many of the fighters on the market right now don't do a good job of teaching so instead of focusing on developing those tools they figure out okay let let's uh, remove DP inputs Uh, let's remove quarter circles that will fix it and then don't do anything else in terms of teaching players how to play I feel like that is just such a wrong-headed approach and that I agree. that that's getting in down a completely different avenue so I apologize. For I that.
2: think it was a good conversation point though. I think we did touch on some really broad strokes about things that people inside the fighting game community do have issues with and are concerned about regarding the launch of these two new games and I really just hope that developers have considered these points as they do affect members of people that will be playing their game to be honest.
1: I think so here here I just want to clarify where I'm coming from personally for how mm-hmm. I felt about that. Uh I think blaze blue did it right, not blaze blue cross tag but blaze blue in general where they have the stylish mode and then the uh, manual mode right, I think that's you a beautiful. A little bit so blaze blue had the stylish mode where it was you could mash a button you could mash one or two buttons uh, and then you could do different combos based on that and I think that's a great like stepping stone. If you're not somebody who's into fighting games or into uh, anime games in general, uh, because that taught me a lot about like how combos work. Uh, and it's a it's a great way of like separating the two. Right. And I know it sucks that I'm saying like, oh, separate the people who don't do combos and the people who do do combos or whatever. Right. Like at the end of the day, that's bad if you look at it that way. But having a that system where you have the stylish combos where it teaches you the game first and then shows you where you can go from there, I think, is uh, the correct way to go about things. Uh, and I think that's, that kind of separation is what appealed to me a little bit. Because then if by some chance I'm just like, you know, being me and mashing jab on my wake up, I'm not going to like get an auto combo instead of getting what I want to get.
2: I'm seeing in chat it, it definitely does it definitely does I'm seeing in chat uh, from Blue561 that uh, stylish was banned for tournaments so my assumption is that if someone had learned combos through stylish they were essentially forced to learn it through manual before they entered a tournament does that track Elon well, here's the thing I feel like if you're
1: the type of person who's playing with stylish mode on you're not going to be at a tournament for it okay Right, I'm talking like the greater there's general. There's always like, some, yeah. Because here's the thing, right? At the end of the day, the fighting game community is about this, compared to the great big beyond of uh, the audience that uh, people who play video games are, even That's in esports. uh Like for example, you know, we talked a little bit about Mortal Kombat. There's a billion, uh, there's a billion people who bought Mortal Kombat that don't know what the FGC is or anything like that, right? there uh, are
2: there are that's true
1: so having a way of getting those people started in a game and then b- figuring out a way of being like hey there's also this other stuff right hey are you ready for the real challenge do you want to play this game like the pros do or whatever right something like mm-hmm. that i don't know um i don't know i, it I, would I just be feel like, yeah i, I, I like
2: fighters, though so i'm kind of biased like i understand the the obvious the the positive sides of what you're stating and i understand steve points uh not just regarding obviously the marketing and selling aspects but also the general execution barriers that exist i'm just one of those players like i started with smash so for me anything that allows someone to play the game i think is a really good starting point because a lot of people made those exact same arguments about melee players saying they're not going to like fighting games they're not going to like this because it's going to be too difficult with them when in reality they're willing to try you just have to make it look appealing, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there are people like that inside of every single community because I was one of them. Yep. So it's really, it's for me, it's just like, it's. I know that there is a market. That market may not be the largest market. It may not be the largest percent of all of the percents out there that make up these gamers. But I know that that specific percent is so ready and so hungry for any opportunity that if you just make it accessible to them and they get their mm-hmm. hands on it, it'll blow up in ways that we aren't ready for. I
0: wish I could find the clip off, off the top of my head, but um, I remember, I think it was earlier this year, there was a tweet that uh, Majin Obama put out, uh, Mm. a clip of a, like a general game streamer, not necessarily a fighting game player, but she was getting into uh, Guilty Gear, and there's a clip of her finding out, oh, if I... There goes Swear Jar. Uh, you know, May, I can, I can hit people with dolphins. And she figured out how, you know, she figured out what the move is and like, okay, now I can hit people with dolphins. It was cool. They showed her how to hit people with dolphins. She enjoyed hitting people with dolphins. Yes, it's a two pronged thing. You have to make the game appealing to those who are not necessarily fighting game fans. Visually, you have to make, you have to make it appealing to do cool stuff, but you also have to give pe- players the tools to learn how to do those cool things.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Overall, a really By the good way, discussion. Po-
0: yeah. By the way, I apologize for walking off screen for a bit. There was someone knocking at the door. Turns out it was my cat. Nice not nice my cat is big. new
2: conversation oh. topic <laughs> uh, are cats getting too strong
1: yes cats, they are overpowered look at Juba. they're nimble
0: they are super nimble they they need to have their agility nerfed uh
1: so i think <laughs> just to bring it back to the topic because we have about 18 17 seconds here uh i think essentially what this conversation boils down to is accessibility over difficulty right or no i'm sorry Accessibility and difficulty working in tandem, not necessarily one over the other, right? Because it, it kind of feels like we've gone one way over the other. Am I incorrect? I, no, that's I would correct. Agree with that. okay. Great
2: summation. Really good, really good point. I love that. I, that was a really good discussion. I really did enjoy that.
1: Good job, everybody. Uh, last last good discussion for the year because it's all about to go down <laughs> here from here. <sighs> uh, okay, next topic on the docket. Let's talk about KI World Cup. We we mentioned it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. D- well, are, are
0: we doing the other Arxis reveal first? Yeah.
2: What, it, we skipped I mean, is right it a
0: reveal? It. Yes. Well, it, it's, we, sort of, kind of.
2: We're covering the news here, Elon. We have a commitment to the people.
1: Well, look, they're doing the trailer on Thursday, not before the show that we can talk about, so I kind of just wanted to skip it. but uh, The
2: trailer for what, Elon?
1: So, if you... Follow Arxis System Works on YouTube. You see that they have a video set to premiere on Thursday, January first, and it is uh, a character that we already knew was coming out because they teased them in the for uh, in the Giovanna, Giovanni, Giovanna trailer, uh, and it's this guy, Hanji. He's back, and this is all we have for now. We can just look at that thumbnail and then the countdown underneath it. That is a
0: handsome man. I have to say. Yeah, it
2: is. Yeah, it is.
1: Uh, He looks like a male dizzy to me. A male dizzy?
2: Yeah, I like the color scheme. Oh, because the little wings on the back. He has like the little. He has no shirt. You know what I mean? He's very. uh... Does dizzy not have a shirt? No, dizzy. Dizzy is clothed, but it's the same color palette, and like her dress is just very form fitting. So, I would imagine that to be the male version of her, basically, but more, like, himbo
1: Gotcha. Okay, so it never knows best say, the more you look at his mouth, the weirder it gets. Oh my god, he's right.
2: <laughs> it looks upside down for some reason. It really does look upside down. It actually does. <laughs> Why did you say that?
1: <laughs> oh, man. You can't Jeez. unsee it.
2: <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst. Oh, and now, man. Marquise D'Or
0: is pointing out the forehead... Uh, well, I mean, okay. that's, just a, that, please let us that's
2: just a bandana. That's just a bandana. But how no, big is that bandana
0: out... got to be for the hair to 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 still flop forward?
2: You just got my point. Hair. Yep. No. 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 Imagine what. Imagine if if you, you remove the bandana, what would it look like? How big is his actual head at this point? A receding hairline. Yeah. Hair <laughs> oh, honey, no. <laughs> that that is no. not a receding hairline. <laughs> yeah, and Steve's an expert. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> you set yourself up you set yourself up for that one i wasn't even doing it you set me up i was set up oh, Chad. I have thank you it. i'm here all week everybody i'm here all week
1: ah uh, louise I got coffee no gets me i
0: i got i got roasted
1: toasted and shots fired <laughs> all right are we a radio show yet <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i love it uh it's quiche.
1: Man.
0: stevie uh, steve in the morning zoo <laughs> <laughs>
1: on kfgc oh well, kfgc nice uh okay well uh is there anything else that we wanted to talk about and so here's the thing i played a lot of uh the plus r when the go to gear plus r when the beta came out and anji's an interesting character he has this uh butterfly fireball that goes really slow and then when it hits somebody it like goes up and down it's pretty cool uh and he's got lots of fans he's got like a record type of thing so i i'm interested to see how they how they do angie in the new game and a lot of people were super happy uh hearing angie come back so big ups to angie uh, but we'll have to wait until thursday because Arxis hates us and doesn't do things before tuesday
2: yeah, I think most people were just excited because I think his reveal meant that Code Lyoko was finally coming out with new characters again. It's okay. You guys are too old to understand the reference. Code Lyoko was a French now, anime. I watched Code Lyoko, okay? Good. Let's I, relax yeah. a little
0: bit. I get it. I'm not <laughs> laughing, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh by the way uh i want to give a shout out to blue not for the first time and not for the last time this stream because uh, he went out and he found the clip i was talking about he already posted hey. it in the chat but i'm gonna link it there it's on Jiuna's uh youtube channel um and it's a clip of uh bunny iu uh learning guilty gear and it's the clip i'm talking about so give that a check when you get it Uh, chance. And I also want to give a shout out to Beaver for the win. uh, Who has subscribed for now 38 months in a row.
2: Three years, two months. That's crazy. Thank you so much. That's since 2017. That is October of 2017. That's crazy. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Beaver. Sorry. I almost accidentally exited out of the streaming software and it was like, are you sure you want to exit? Yes, no. And I was like, wait a minute, which one do I press?
2: (laughs) This is our, this is our streamer everybody, Woo. professional. That, that, the right that, that's what I'm
0: talking about. You're, you're talking about 20, <laughs> 2020 like it's a done deal. No, we've still got 35 minutes of show to go. We've
1: still got two days and change to go.
2: There we can is ruin nothing... this at any time.
1: Absolutely. Is... No, Like I don't think I've ever like, even as a fighting game player, I don't think I've ever frozen so hard where it's like yes or no. It's like, oh God. <laughs>
0: speaking of 2020 i I know this is not related to anything but have you seen that new match commercial the series of match commercials
2: i don't watch television
1: yeah i don't watch television
0: either so so it's this new ad campaign uh called make 2021 your year and it's about uh satan using match.com to find a partner By the name of 2020 and like they're they're going through their love montage and it's like they're all alone in the movie theater they're stealing toilet paper it's great you I'll I'll throw it in I'll throw some of the links in uh, the the discord chat
2: it sounds very millennial heavy you know what I mean like it it feels like it was specifically catered to that sarcastic vibe that Millennials love and I just, I'm here for advertisements finally catering to me instead of my mother.
0: I'm here for that. Welcome to being part of the prime demographic. Oh no. You're the demo now. You're the, you're Wait, the demo no. now.
2: Wait, no, I take back everything I said before. <laughs> I'm a Zoomer, TikTok.
1: <laughs> Although, you know what's funny? Uh, I've, I got swept up by TikTok. That place is weird.
2: It's a good app. You need to give it to me afterwards, Elon. But okay. the one thing I would absolutely love to talk about that's not TikTok is Brandon Alexander and the KI World Cup. We have news on that, don't we, Elon?
1: Uh, at Ultra Loop is uh, my TikTok, by the way. Uh, but yes, we do. So we got some details on the KI World Cup for 2021.
2: At and the Purple Shark is my TikTok. Follow me. I'm working on a web series. Thanks, everybody.
1: And... We have lots of uh lots of deets uh including what the scoring system is going to be like what are some of the events that are going to happen and all this other fun stuff so and we uh we did hear from brandon alexander a couple weeks ago when we when he first announced this um that this is all coming out of pocket with him and his business partner uh they're all basically like starting this from the ground up so it's amazing to a have the ki world cup come back in 2021 and b the amount of work. That they're putting into this is unbelievable. So big ups to those guys. Uh, let's talk about KI World Cup first. Yeah. I want to talk about the scoring system, or should we talk about the schedule? Let's let's do the scoring system
0: first. Okay, scoring system. Here it is. All right, let's talk about the so, schedule. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is once again. Thirty-two players are going to make uh, KI World Cup. Uh, I believe it is twenty six who will make it in through the scoreboard. Um, I forget off the top of my head, but um, you earn points for reaching top 16 at events. Uh, There are two categories. Uh, The big events are combo clashes, uh, and then you have the other events. So you earn uh, one point for making top 16 at a regular event, and it doubles every level you go up. So if you make it to top uh, tied for ninth, you get two, four, eight, all the way up to 128. Uh, similar scaling uh, at combo clashes, but it starts at four points uh, for making top 16 and going all the way up to 512 points for the win at a combo clash. Also, if you win a combo clash, you are automatically qualified uh, for the KI World Cup final. So, very similar to uh some of the older scoring systems uh that the capcom pro tour used and we also learned about some of the first events to take place uh the Q- q1 schedule so january through march uh has been revealed it starts on january 7th uh with Cyberfights. Uh, Do we have that? Yes, we do. Okay, so cyber fights kicks things off on the 7th Uh, then you have some reoccurring events uh, the surf and turf war for Australia and New Zealand players you have insurrection you've got the revival Um, All of that Pretty almost every weekend um, In January most weekends are second half of February and the second half of March you've got some events to look forward to and then you've got the big ones the combo clashes the first one will take place in on March 27th Uh, and then you've got some uh, in It will be pretty much quarterly from there so June September 4th one is in November and you've got the uh, Japan exclusive combo clash uh, on December 4th, leading up to the KI World Cup Finals on the 11th. So, uh, a lot of events announced. Be on the lookout for more. I know that uh, Nikki, I believe, was was looking at putting some together. A uh, very strong KI player. So,
2: Nikki, I can a full-time streamer, yeah.
1: Man, I can't wait yeah. for more KI. is good. KI's fun. Man, I should play more Ki. I feel bad. We that should I all play, play more KI.
2: Ki. We should all play more Ki. You heard that, Keats? I said the thing. I said the thing, Keats. <laughs>
1: send it. Send, send the paycheck over.
0: <laughs> you know, I I I haven't thought about this. I actually upgraded my computer recently, so now Ooh. I can actually play Ki. Cause Ooh. I. Why are we playing, Steve? Uh, I First the gotta... pizza. First to pizza oh my god. Okay, so I haven't played KI ever. I didn't have an Xbox uh, Xbox One. I didn't have a PC that can handle it until very recently, so it's gonna take me a while to train up, but I will I will take that loss eventually. Are you are you is your is your middle name Daffy? I am not ducking. I am I'm I'm, I'm I'm just Steve, saying
2: cuz cuz
0: cuz when I talk KI I ain't joking. Okay.
1: What's well, on? First to All pizza. Right.
0: First to pizza eventually. Let let me fig let me figure
1: out my buttons, man. Let me figure out my buttons. No, finitude, that would be uh, so finitude says first to Chicago deep, deep. No, that would be first to casserole.
2: That's true. No. I'm tired of having a discussion on the stream. Our yes. chat just, our chat so, be wrong. So
1: if you don't get it by now, then you're never going to get it. Just going to be so, like, pop
0: so, pizza. so first of all, um, no on that. Chicago deep dish pizza is pizza. It's a castle. Second of all, it's all about Detroit style pizza now. That you bake in those I can't. Auto-pants. I can't
2: do this with Steve. I can't. I put it specifically in my contract that I was not going to have these pizza debates anymore. And y'all see how they do me? They wait literally <laughs> two days before the end to violate my. I had a very specific contract. Elon, I'm going to be. You will hear from my lawyer. You will hear from them. Now
1: here's the right. situation with Detroit style pizza. That is pizza. I will agree that Detroit style pizza is pizza. It's still not as good as. New York pizza. Nothing's as good as New York pizza. But, you know, that's okay.
0: See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sharpie. Uh, I didn't violate anything because there is no debate. I'm just stating facts. That's all that is.
1: How are you stating a fact when it's clearly an opinion? The only fact here is that it's a casserole when it's deep dish. That is no. That
0: is not. That is. The best I can give that is alternative facts.
2: That's you're, the best. Right, I can wait, do. okay. Since before, you're bringing up alternate this conversation, I do want to ask: Are do we have any more regarding the Ki World Tour that we want to discuss? Because otherwise, I see an opportunity to segue into our very next topic here.
0: Go play I'm Ki. Know... I will play Ki, and I will lose in Ki. I will get bodied in Ki. I will owe Elon a pizza because of Ki, and I will send him a Chicago deep casserole pizza. Deep. Pizza. Pizza.
2: With this statement, pizza. I'd like to unfortunately interrupt this conversation to segue into our very next topic. Earlier this week on Twitter, our very own steve ace king off sweet yurik decided to post an absolute ridiculous statement on twitter in which he requested that we give our absolute craziest most insane fighting game takes before christmas now i myself waited until the day after christmas oh wait was it the day before christmas or was it actually christmas to state the only true fact of all the threads which is that final fantasy tactics was literally the worst game ever created but we will go ahead and move on to the next couple of takes first of which primarily is this disgusting vile thing that steve is calling deep dish when it's in all seriousness casserole steve
0: well, well. First of all, let me let me set the stage. I, Elon, do you want to take the Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics thing? Because I think you have strong opinions on
1: this. I've never played Final Fantasy Tactics. I honestly, I thought you said uh, this. I thought I was confusing Final Fantasy Tactics and the City. I know it's screwed up in my brain. However, the City is a very fun game. I just want to say that.
2: Okay. So. And also, I apologize that wasn't that that wasn't the take that I replied to you on. Steve but it still rings all the same it is literally the worst Final Fantasy series game I believe my take was something more about content creators and people you know not uplifting content creators and saying that they want content but not actually supporting it so on and so forth something like that so so, (laughs) let,
0: let, let me bring it back to my mindset because I hate being the news I hate, you know, I like talking about the news. I like talking about the community. I hate being the news because I'm not all that interesting. And yet I put, I spoke this madness into the universe. Um, you know, I, I was kind of feeling off that day. I, I, I needed to read something that, you know, could pick me up. Something I could either laugh at or, you know, like nod my head and say, yeah, I, I see where you're going from, coming from with that. So I asked for your, for people's hottest fighting game takes they had. Um I got 2000 responses.
1: We're going to go through all of them right now. I'm kidding.
0: That that is not an exaggeration. I got about 500 direct replies and about 1500 quote tweets. And uh blue in the chat this man is trying to sort them all into some sort of usable um, spreadsheet. I don't have the link off queued up uh, but if you have that um, it's in our discord. He posted it in our discord. Um, if you've got that blue, go ahead and throw that in in the uh, in the chat. Uh, but yeah that is a massive undertaking. I, I, I've learned some things uh, in this process. One, you should probably shut off notifications at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I never did, and I regret that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, most of y'all don't know what a hot tank is. Most mm-hmm. of you came in with opinions that are strong, but reasonable or you acknowledge that you're in the minority. That's those aren't true hot takes. A hot take is something that you think is absolutely right and you are dead ass set you dead ass cannot see how someone can disagree with you. If if I come up and say deep dish pizza is the best pizza on the planet,
1: oh, stop it! I get it. Why do you use the
2: that's opportunity? That's my opinion. That's my, like Steve.
0: that's my opinion, but I could see how someone could disagree. If, if Alon talking about there's nothing better than a New York slice, that that starts to get into hot take territory. Let's what what are you going to do with that?
1: corkscrew right in the eye.
2: Why am I not on this hot take database? Did I not give a hot take? I feel like I gave a hot take. I said something uh, like make me lose friends.
0: But, okay. Then there was the third thing that I actually learned going through some of these uh, going through some of these responses. And that if you ask 100 people what the what's holding back the FGC, you will get a hundred different responses that will take you in a hundred different directions. Um, Mm. it's everything from, you know, some people talked about games, some people talked about accessibility, um, and you know, opposite sides. I saw some people talking about how games should get rid of complex inputs just to, you know, as sort of a, um, as an entry point as a barrier to entry and i've seen some people talk about how they sh- you know they should make inputs at least leave them as complex as they are if not make them more complex because that's part of the fun for them in fighting games i've seen people talking about how we should be more inclusive um i've you know different ways we can be more inclusive i've seen people talk going in the other direction. I've seen things all across. So the the, the entire panties, point Dr. of Manhattan this, the the entire point was not to bring ne- negativity into the world. It was to, you know, get some new perspectives on some things that just blew up in a way that I did not uh I did not expect to get Two thousand responses to that.
1: Welcome to social media, my friend. That's,
0: like, like, not even my schedules got blown
1: up like that.
2: Like, yeah, welcome to sh- I... things.
1: Yep. Uh, so, the... lesson learned here is: every time you post a schedule, you post that question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 now, I gotta change uh... it up now. I gotta change it up now. So, like, what should be what should be my next post? I'm asking. You, honestly,
2: Chad. honestly, you should ask people to make a tier list of waifus inside of a certain game.
0: That's Justin's domain. Tier list. I'm. No. I'm, that's no. No, no. No. No.
2: No. That no, is gimmick no, no, infringement. No.
0: He has got that. He's got that on lock. I am not encroaching on his space.
1: What's, uh, last I checked, like...
2: there was not a there was not a copyright on Farm and Impressions. Steve, you asked me a question and I answered it.
0: There, there, there's may not be copyright, but there's professional courtesy. Justin has car has worked for years to carve out his niche in in terms of terrible tearless. Okay. Now hold on, on a second. random I, things. I would like to provide I'm, I'm, a
1: counterpoint. And I'm going to Twitter to double check this. When was the last time Justin posted a tier list?
2: Oh, no. Don't do this. Don't. Come on. I'm scrolling. I've been so happy lately. I'm scrolling. Aww. Still scrolling. Remember when Punk posted that tier list of friends?
1: That was really funny.
2: That, that was really, that was the point at which I was like, I would be okay never seeing another tier list December again for the rest 17th. of my life. Oh god. December.
0: Yeah, it's it's only been less than two weeks. Yep. Well, you no know.
2: offense, because Justin's definitely the homie, and I love that man. Like I very much so respect him. But if I ever get to the point where I am required to do something like consistently one format of post like a tier list for the rest of my life in order to farm impressions please someone shoot me in the head like if i ever get close to that point just let me know if y'all see me tweeting for the 17th time that day play Skullgirls. just be like yo sharpie is everything okay at home i will appreciate it you know because that's a cry for help i i i can't i can't people that just have the one note Content for impressions. It kills me. I don't I don't get it. I really don't I could never I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. It kills me
1: <laughs> Also that that list that tier list was posted on the 15th and as okay public domain states things that are a hundred years old <sighs> So things that are in the 1920s Are just the of rate of which domain.
2: things Yeah, that's the rate at which things age in 2020. Every day in 2020 is worth 17 in 1991, which everyone knows was Mm -hmm. worth like 45 in the year 2000. So
1: So. as of of today, it has been roughly two weeks since he posted, Mm -hmm. and since it's two weeks, 1920, Mm -hmm. public domain.
0: Yep, yep, Um, yep. That's some real Steiner math on that. That is some real Steiner math on that. <laughs> I'm not sure that holds up here.
2: Doesn't need to hold up here. Just needs to hold up on a court of law. Because Kurt Angle has 12 letters. It. I will...
0: it does not hold up because Kurt Angle has not been added to the mix.
1: I just cracked my knee. I don't know if you heard that or not.
0: Congratulations. Okay, let me ask you this. What is... Without thinking, what is your FGC hottest take right now?
2: Mine? Yeah. Or Elon, do yeah, you want Baltimore. to start and then we go Baltimore's. from Trip, e- you, you go start. first.
1: I need to I need to Really? I need need to rack my brain a little bit before I say things.
2: Okay, okay. My FGC hot tape is that console gaming is actually uh, inadequate for the future of the fighting game community, and if we as a community want to grow, we should start moving to the PC platform sooner rather than later, and I mean literally yesterday. That is my hot take. Okay. The one... Mine
0: is, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think Project L is going to be nearly as successful as everybody thinks it is.
2: Holy sh! Steve!
0: I think it's gonna do okay for a while, and then... Yeah, you know, just sort of be like the weird stepchild that no one talks to.
1: I'm sorry! I'm yeah, sorry! It might not be a you hot take, because ta- everybody in the chat agrees.
0: <laughs> you wanna talk... Can I say you the hot take take
2: about that I tweeted? Pizza? Go for it. Okay. The hot take that I tweeted... Be careful. Was...
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not Take time. Go for it.
2: Okay. Name names. Okay, okay. I was stressed for a second. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you stressed me out. I was like, oh no. <laughs> the fighting game community has amazing content creators inside of it, but they're gate kept by people who are te- terrified of losing relevancy, which is to say that there are a lot of content creators that could uh, that could excel and help us get to the next level of the golden age, but there are too many people that Poo-poo them just because they don't do well in tournament just because they're not a big-name brand or just because they don't Personally like the fact that this person may eclipse them.
1: Well, I'm gonna sneeze god bless you. Oh god
2: Salut.
0: You. <laughs> Uh,
1: I mean that as he was gatekept
2: Yeah, from I, I understood. I understood just want to just want to
1: put that extremely clear <laughs> uh Yeah, uh, all right my hot take: uh, Marvel Infinite was a fun game, and I would like it to be back, please.
2: I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think. No, I don't even. I don't hot. think that's a hot take at all. I think that's died. just true. I think the reality is. I think the reality is the largest vocal minority got their way because everybody was willing to meme on it for the point of views instead of actually addressing the fact that it was a good game and giving it a fair chance. That's what I think. I don't, but I mean. I don't think it's,
0: I don't think it was more a meme. I think it was just that, you know, as successful as Marvel, as Infinite, the video or the fighting game was, it was an absolute failure as a video game. You know, yeah. In terms of what was included, in terms of the graphics, in terms of the characters, there are there a lot of things aside from the gameplay that that Infinite struggled with. I think mm-hmm. that's what really mm-hmm. held it down. Because it, even if the gameplay was, you know, you, you'll have your opinion on the gameplay. Even if they ace that, everything Which else made it feel. Everything else made it feel like it. They weren't putting the effort into there, and if people That's feel true. that a game is lazy, that the effort isn't being put in, they're not. They're
1: gonna let you know. The I will say this. MVCI finally got me to play a versus game. And learn more mm. than one character because I I I'm a char- I can only learn one character, and get good at just one character. But that game kind of finally forced me to learn more than one character, and I had a blast with it. Uh, and I'm sad it's dead. So Rip Rooney and Pepperoni's Marvel Infinite. Right. I miss it. Maybe I should play right. Marvel Infinite tonight. Nah, I'm gonna go play K. I. <laughs> All right.
0: Can, can, I like. Can like we stop? Can we stop talking about hot takes, and talk mm-hmm. about? bettering ourselves. Can we talk about hot right. drinks, yes.
2: people? Okay. Can Go we talk, talk about, about one thing drinks. before we talk about hot drinks real quick? Sure. sure. So, um, if I could receive the spotlight for un momento... Elon? Uh, there was something that I did want to shout out in general. As a lot of people know, I am one of the co founders of Combo Queens. The other co founders are Carolyn, the Mama Dow Dow, as well as Emily, otherwise known as Jamillion. And we've actually started a series where we've been highlighting women, femme, and non binary people in general inside of the fighting game community. And today we did one of our very first spotlights. Uh, we actually spotlighted Persia XO. Persia is a longtime gamer, streamer, commentator, video host. Uh, She video hosts for GameSpot as well as a few other companies, and she's currently the founder, as many people inside the fighting game community know, of the XO Academy, which helps to empower women inside of the community, not just players, but uh, also commentators and even content creators, and helps them find uh, their place inside the community by speaking with uh, official members of the community that are inside of those avenues, right? You can watch her streams on twitch.tv slash Persia underscore XO. And I would just really love it if you all gave her some love and congratulations again to Persia for being the highlighted combo Queens person of the week. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. Uh, We've actually had her on the show before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. She was a fun last year. Yeah. So thank you for that. All right. Hot drinks. Okay. I'm not just saying, and I'm not just saying that because I got a Reese's peanut butter coffee cup for Christmas. Uh, Did you
2: really?
1: So while Steve is getting his Reese's peanut butter coffee cup, I don't know if you guys Damn. have seen. There That's is.
2: actually really cool. That's actually really, really
0: cool.
1: I don't know if you I don't guys even have drink seen... coffee,
0: but I like this. I'm 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 gonna <laughs> drink some stuff, uh, just because of this cup right here.
1: I don't know if you guys have seen the recent resurgence of 1980s Wendy's training videos, but one of them has to do with hot drinks. And here's the song. It might be our new theme song.
0: No. No. No 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 no. No, 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 I I am putting my veto power on it. Wendy's coffee coffee tastes so
1: fine. My roommate.
2: Hot drinks, yeah.
1: We always serve it it right away.
2: Oh, this is nice. nice Steve, why do you hate good things? That's all I want to know.
0: My roommate used to work at Wendy's, and that song terrorizes them. But they, they still use it, it
1: today. There's no way they still use it,
0: today. It, it. I don't know if they still use it today. They used it for a very long time, much longer than they should have.
1: Dude, go watch the music video, and you will see why they used it for a long time. They spent a lot of money on that thing.
0: I <laughs> oh, man. See, see, the one that haunts me <laughs> mm-hmm. is why does it sound like, like the
2: bars wrote it?
0: I I work at <laughs> this <it's> place <laughs> where like. The lifting training video was in the form of a stand up comedian talking, you know, doing humor about your back. It was as entertaining as it sounded, which was not at all but that's still randomly hard.
2: But I love I love that level of humor. I love that quiche, super terrible horrible British humor that it's not funny but it is. I it love wasn't... that personally. I love here's terrible thing. things like that.
0: It was completely earnest. They thought they were doing a good job. Mm-hmm. It oh, wasn't something. like tongue that's in what, cheek that's at all. It was it.
2: That's what sells it! That's why I like it, because it's literally so bad. It's literally so bad that it's good. It's like the Terminator 2.
0: I do not remember which uh, company did it, uh, by the way, uh, Solonaro, but
1: someone
2: did Oh, are we not still giving hot takes?
1: Um, what I was gonna say is, my favorite part about it is, you know that it's a bunch of like old white people in a boardroom being like, add a smile and have a nice day? Oh, that's beautiful! You're a lyricist! (laughs) uh and then like they actually present it to people and people are like all right this is fucking awful uh you're
2: so out of touch i just wanted a freaking whopper (laughs) wait not a whopper uh what do they call them baconators yeah
1: i have no idea i have not had fast food in like ages at this point
2: we eat healthy
1: epochs anyway i think it's time for us to get to our final topic of the year and of the show and of the show for the year not of the show but of the today's show I don't know, did I just announce something I didn't want to announce? I'm kidding. Uh, no, we're still here. I'm here until everybody decides that I shouldn't be here. Uh, but, Steve, you wanted to talk about that old tradition of creating New Year's resolutions.
0: It's the tradition that, that uh, will not go away. And I feel like, I don't know if it should or it shouldn't, but... It's something we're doing, because it's the end of the year, and it's almost obligatory. So we're doing it. We're doing it, my friends. Uh, This is the last show of 2020. So, you know, we're two days away from New Year's Eve, which means we're two days away from making New Year's resolutions, the promises to ourselves uh, that we're going to be better people, that we're going to eat healthier we're going to exercise we're actually going to read uh we're actually going to read the articles that we share on twitter and then we'll do that for like two days and then give up um well most of us do because we are weak we are we are very
1: weak-minded people okay steve then you start then why don't you start steve what is
2: really done steve. i don't know where I'm you're sorry. going with that. Hey,
1: but i i will say this where is the lie Am I right oh, no. so oh
2: it's all right steve year. you start what are your
1: what are your what are your uh resolutions for the year of the 2021
0: um i feel like i have to do a better job of taking time for myself. Um, because...
1: This is me applauding, by the way.
0: yeah, you know, this is... I, you know, I have a full-time job. I have a secondary job with Juked on top of that. I have the podcast. I also have other responsibilities. Um, and I've had a couple points in the year where I just reached a point where I was like, I can't take this anymore. Um, and I'm the type of person that I don't like saying no to taking on new responsibilities. I don't like, I, I always feel like if I do that, I'm letting people down. So I have to be more cognizant of what my limits are, what I can do. I would, and and reminding myself that it's better to do three things well than five things half-assed
2: hmm mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. I vibes.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right, so whenever somebody else comes up to you on January 1st, being like, Steve, make me a schedule, you're going to say no.
2: <laughs> As you should, Steve. Probably As should. not. As you should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: it's I, been I, such i – I'm, like, itching to make a schedule. Like, the last one I did, I feel – Oh no! I did a couple of uh, online tournament ones, but like I think one of the last five I did was the uh, Marble Racing one for Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, April Fool's Day.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, we also forgot to keep placing pizza bets on those. Sad times.
0: Sad times. It's okay. It's okay.
2: Sad times. You like that?
1: Uh, but no, I sympathize with that a lot. And I empathize with it a lot because I'm the same way. I hate saying no because I feel like people will hate me if I do. So I think it's time for us to put ourselves in front of what we think of other people think of us. So I agree. I agree. I agree with your resolution. I'm literally on
2: the show because Steve and Elon couldn't say no to me. And I I exploited that. So I understand why it's it's an important resolution for you, Steve.
1: Yep. All right. Sharpie, what's your uh, 2021 resolution?
2: Do I only have one or can I list, like, the four or five that I have?
1: Give us the top five.
2: Okay, top five, top five. Um, So the first one is uh, every year I set a bunch of social media goals. This year I did reach literally all of my Twitter goals, Instagram goals, TikTok goals, Twitch goals, and YouTube goals. Um, I would like to get to the point where I am actually able to – I'd like to get 20,000 followers. Well, not 20,000, but but 15,000 followers on Twitter by the end of next year. Um, the other thing that I would like to do is I would like to actually come out with a feature-length film um, regarding specifically the fighting game community, specifically uh, competitive gaming as it exists inside of the fighting game community, um, either self-published or through some other production team. And I'd also very, very much so like to get my entire makeup situation figured out i just started doing makeup earlier about uh, about a month and a half ago i'm getting pretty good at it but i'd like to get to the point where i'm confident enough to um actually do it within 30 minutes and go to events um that's that's just a personal goal for me the fourth one is i'd like to relearn the guitar because i stopped playing about five years ago and it really bothered me. I realized I had a lot of time in quarantine and I still haven't picked it up. So that is something that I am actively trying to do right now. And the fifth goal is that I would actually like to personally take someone in in the fighting game community as my protege. And I'd like for them to accompany me throughout the remainder of the projects that I work on throughout the rest of the year. Um, And that's, that's, that's really my goals for 2021. Thank you.
1: Protégé, huh? You're going to have a yeah. apprentice, apprentice Sharpie?
2: There are a lot of people inside of the community, I think, that um, have been looking in general for direction. And I've been giving a lot of help to a lot of people that ask me. But I think it's about time, especially with the rate at which I've been um, expanding in general and with where I see myself specifically in five years, I think it's about time that I actually focus on just one person And I focus on giving them literally all the tools that I received from start to be to start to ending and I just have to figure out who I want that to be in who is ready to receive that information and if they want that information so um that's that's really important to me in general I think it's really important to the longevity of the community that people in positions of power find someone that they can entrust to pass the mantle on to and I think it's getting to that point in time for me personally to just find someone that I can feel comfortable passing the mantle on to and start focusing on, um, things that I would like to pursue.
1: Word. Those are, those are extremely good goals. So
2: thank you. Big up and for- as an aside, someone in chat says I could be a beast on the guitar. I did actually self teach myself guitar. I could play a lot of guitar songs. I could play Eric Clapton, Rodrigo Gabriel. I could play a uh, Santana. I, I, I play guitar. Like I played violin professionally for 17 years. So my whole thing is I just stopped, and I haven't picked it back up. And I would like to force myself to pick it back up.
1: Word. It is 7.30, so that will be the end of our show. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 (laughs) no, (laughs) no.
1: Anyway, there's one for the swear jar. All right, fine. Uh, My resolution is to not have a resolution, and here's why. I made three New Year's resolutions in beginning of 2020 and they were that I was going to focus on acting right because I do acting on the side well did now I no longer do that but I did some acting on the side and I had a lot of fun with it so I was going to really like dive into that I was going to travel again for fighting games I booked my hotels and flights for combo breaker and everything and I was going to hold on before I say this I have to double check on something Okay, good. Efren's not here anymore. Uh, I was going to deprioritize my day gig, right? Because right now I'm like super prioritizing my day gig where I'm like, I have to do everything for them, blah, 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 blah. But it's getting to the point where I have to deprioritize that and prioritize me and the things I really want to do instead of just serving a faceless corporation that, quite frankly, doesn't serve me well. So those are my three resolutions. And then the world ended. So I will save the world this time around by not having any.
2: (laughs) Okay, Elon, you can get away with it this time around, but I won't accept that next year. Just know that. Yep. And also, speaking of acting, and actors everyone should check out my latest version of training partners i've come out with chapters i have a new format that i'm coming out with it'll be up on my youtube youtube.sharpypls.com later this thursday but basically the second episode is the very first episode with a remote actor banjo plays banjo and uh, i believe he did a fantastic job i think it's actually relatively funny and um if you're looking for something to close out your 2020, instead of posting it on Friday, I'm going ahead and posting it a day early so that we can officially get two whole episodes this 2020 to continue in 2021. Thank you so much again for your support, everybody. It means a lot, and I really appreciate it. You can follow me, TikTok.com slash at sharpie, is where I've been p- posting all of them, and I'm also on Instagram uploading them every single time I have something new to upload. So definitely check it out. Thank you so much again for your support.
1: No. Uh... Thank you for doing some hard work and getting things done in the fighting game community, you know? It's always good to see cool new content. However, what were you going to say, Steve?
0: I was going to say, you know, to everyone who's here, thank you. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been one hell of a year. I don't think we're going to be forgetting this anytime soon. But the fact that we've been able to achieve some sort of normalcy in some small way.
1: No. No. It's going to be our sign off for, no, for the year, Steve. is going to be our sign off for the year. Keep going. Thank the viewers.
0: Um the fact that we were able to do this and, you know, bring entertainment to people in some way or another. We hope oh. we've put a smile on your face or made you think about something in a new way or you know, at least distracted you for 90 minutes a week. Um you know, being in chat, being here uh, subscribing to us giving us any support you can we really do appreciate it we thank you for everything you've done in 2020 and we hope to continue doing more and better in 2021
1: for sure and for the final time in this the year of 2020 my name is Elon this is my social media information this is the Steve the ace king the offsuit the main squeeze the Jurik. follow his information over there at ace king offsuit and the lovely the Purple Sharpie joining us for this year and for hopefully many more years to come. This has been Best of 5, everybody. We'll catch you in 2021. Thank you, every
2: real podcaster has the sign-off phrase.
0: All
1: right, no, hold on. We're staying on. We're staying on. We need to listen to the rest of this. Five
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah! Oh my god.